I just want to talk for a couple of minutes about Christmas. I want to say it's so good to see you here tonight, but we've got all sorts of things happening this December. You can check them out on our website, and I just want to encourage you, as we go through the rest of the songs tonight, sorry, I've just been running. Um, as you go through the rest of the songs tonight, please do find the words, there should be some that you know. But I suppose maybe the most important question tonight is who is going to win the football later? <laughs> okay, what I want to do is England versus Senegal, right? Okay, so, so what I'm going to do is on three, I want you all to shout out who you think is going to win the football. Okay, so it's England or Senegal on three, okay? One, two, three. <laughs> Senegaland, I think I heard. I think, I think it's England. I think we'll give it to England. It's been decided here. England are winning. Uh, good luck, England. Uh, on the topic of Christmas and football, let me just give you a very important and serious joke. Which football team did the baby Jesus support? Manchester United. Oh, that's good, isn't it? That's good. Well, we hope you're having lots of fun tonight and that you're full of joy, that you're full of, as our sign says, that you're full of joy. Um, Christmas is often a time we associate with joy, don't we? But I think it would be a very joyful Christmas indeed if England did actually manage to win the World Cup. Um, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Now, some of us are thinking, Tim, I don't care about the football. And I'm normally one of those people, but something happens to me when I start watching England play. I start shouting at the television, and I start shouting at the players, even though I've got no idea who any of them are, what good football really looks like, but something happens. But England winning, that, would that make you happy? Yeah. yeah, that'd be good, wouldn't it? They're following the uh, footsteps of the women who won earlier this year. Come on. Now that was a joyful time, and I think England winning would be a joyful time. Why would it be joyful? Well, because there'd be something to celebrate, wouldn't there? There'd be some good news, finally, goodness me, to celebrate. Well, having some good news to celebrate, if you like, is right at the heart of Christmas. I wonder if you remember, if you've ever heard this reading from Luke's Gospel. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. That first Christmas time, the angel said to the shepherds, we've got good news. And not just the good news of England winning the World Cup, but of the Son of God being born. See, Jesus has been born, they say. Good news that will cause, excuse me, oh no. Good news that will cause great joy. That's why, of course, can you see how many songs that we have that have the word joy in them? I want you to help me out here, okay? Oh come, all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. Very good class, okay? Uh, from Hark the Herald, Hark the Herald Angels Sing, blah, blah, blah. Peace on earth and mercy mild, God and sinners reconciled. Joyful, very good, all ye nation rise. Now we just sang this one, God rest, ye merry gentlemen. 
tidings of comfort and joy. Very, very good. Very good. You guys are good. And now, uh, probably my favourite Christmas carol is something to the world. Can anyone guess what the word is? Joy to the world. Very good. We'll sing that in a bit. Why do all these songs have the word joy in them? And why do the angels say to the shepherds, we've got good news that will cause great joy? It's because at the heart of Christmas, there is something worth celebrating. There is something worth being joyful about. And it's this good news. It's that God has come. That God loves us so much that he would come in love to save us. I have to say, though, isn't it sometimes that one person's good news is another person's bad news? Did you hear recently that they're going to take the bounty bar out of the celebrations box? Did you hear this? And let me say, for some of us, this is like a moment of rejoicing. You're like, I hate coconut and chocolate together. What abomination is this? That can go. And some of us are a bit like me. You've got a lot of time for bounty. If not just because it's the one usually left over and you can make sure that you get some chocolate. Now we all know, of course, don't we, that Maltesers is the best chocolate in the celebrations box. But that's another talk, isn't it? Some person's good news is another person's bad news. But this offer of Christmas, this good news of joy, is for all of us. To save us from our sin, the mess of our world, our brokenness, our shame. God came and was born among us. 2,000 years ago, that boy born to Mary and Joseph was the Son of God. And the Son of God would come, and we've sung about it a little bit tonight, and he would come to die upon a cross. And on the cross he'd take all our sin and shame and mess and make a way for us to know God our Father, for us to know eternal life and the hope of heaven. Now, often we think, don't we, and I think this is right, that Christmas is a lot to do with being together. Would you say that? Isn't it great to be together tonight like this, even though it's absolutely freezing cold and I should have worn gloves uh, when I was holding a microphone? But isn't it great to come together with friends and family and the ones we love? And sometimes our friends and family, they are the ones we love, and sometimes they're not. But let me tell you, there's more to Christmas than just being together. Christmas isn't just about us being together, but God coming to be with us. And this is the amazing, joyful news that God has been born. And I want to encourage you tonight, that means that these songs that we're singing, hopefully, you, I mean, you've been in great voice tonight. These songs that we've been singing, they aren't just nostalgic tunes, they don't just sound good when you all sing them, although they do. But we're actually singing about real events that really happened, that is a good news of great joy. I don't know if you've ever considered this before, but I want to say to you tonight, not only is God real, but he's interested in you. He knows everything about you, he loves you, and he wants you to know him. And he loves you so much that he came to seek you out. That baby boy being 2,000 years ago was God reaching out to you so that you can know him. And I just want to encourage you, if you've never investigated this before, please do. If you've never checked it out, please do. You might have come with someone tonight who regularly comes to maybe our church or another church. I just encourage you, why don't you just ask a Christian, why do you believe the things you do? What does it really mean to you? What does Christmas really mean? You might also want to come to another one of our Christmas services or a Christmas service at another church. 
you might want to come and do the Alpha course, or you might want to read the gift that you're all going to get as we make our way out tonight. We've got a gift, uh, a book written by the vicar of our church, Jago, called A Very Messy Christmas. And in that, you can read more about the things that I'm talking about tonight, this good news of great joy. There is joy right at the heart of Christmas. And it's joy that I'm encouraging you to investigate tonight. Would anyone mind if I said a short prayer? Let me pray. God, thank you so much that you love us. And I pray that we would all find the joy of knowing you. And I pray, in Jesus' name, that England would win the World Cup. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, everyone.